here, welcome to She Can, the podcast, where the goal is for you to leave each episode feeling empowered to go after what you want and knowing that if she can, so can you. Let's get started. Hi friend, I am so excited to be talking to you today about something that I am really passionate about and it's something that I think a lot of people don't really have much understanding of or they don't realise that it's something that they can just tap into to expand where they want to be in their life and help them out of a rut. So have you ever felt a little bit stuck in your life, a little bit stuck in your business, a little bit stuck in your health goals, a little bit stuck in your family life or it can be anything but when you're feeling a little bit stuck and sometimes you may feel like you're not necessarily stuck but you're maybe moving uphill through treacle. Often the number one thing that you can do is work on your vision. Now before I talk about vision I'm going to talk to you about a few different things that we have ingrained in our belief systems and stories that we tell ourselves that don't necessarily serve us. So we all tell ourselves stories whether we like it or not. Some stories will serve you and they'll help you do better and do more. Some stories will keep you where you are and prevent you from moving forward. So stories or lies such as desire creates success or hard work creates success. Desire isn't enough. It does create the yearning for something but not actually the magical energy to create it. Hard work Hard work is definitely necessary to have success, but how many of us know people who have worked hard their whole lives, got up really, really early, went to bed really, really late and worked really hard, sometimes manual labour, and they don't have what they want. It's not necessarily about hard work. There's more to it than that. What about being a good person creates success? If you're a good person, it will come back to you. Yes, be a good person, but it doesn't necessarily guarantee success. What about get a good education and that will lead to your success? How many academics do you know who work in menial jobs or academics you know who work in jobs that they don't necessarily, they didn't see themselves in when they started studying for that degree or the PhD or whatever letters they have after their name? There's more to it than that. And a big part of it is self-motivation. So every day we vibrate at a level that allows us to attract what we need. We are vibrational bundles and basically it's up to you where you want to go in your life. So self-motivation is a magical concoction of emotional, physical, spiritual and creative energies that launch us into action. There's a book called Mac 2 with your hair on fire by Richard Bliss Brook. It's a really good book and it's got a lot of exercises and things in it and it focuses a lot on vision and he speaks at the beginning of the book about five forces of self-motivation which can lead you to then creating your vision and working on your vision. So the first one is enthusiasm. When you have enthusiasm, when you're enthusiastic about life, must-dos become effortless. Also, if you've read A New Earth, that's a really incredible book that talks about the the highest kind of vibrational point you want to get to to attract things into your life is that enthusiasm and that excitement for life because that's when, when you're enthusiastic, things will just start to happen. It goes back to that joy element that we talk about a lot. 
Courage is the second one. So courage is a state of mind and heart that leads you to act anyway. And something that I'm really passionate about people understanding is that you can be full of courage and full of fear at the same time. Courage doesn't mean that fear has gone away. Courage means that you see fear, you do a little nod to fear, and then you just go on with your day. Fear is always going to be there. It's what you do in spite of fear that makes a difference. Winners act in spite of fear. Just let it come along for the ride. It's okay. It's just a feeling. We are human beings, human feelings. It's okay that you can have fear at the same time as being courageous. Persistence. If you're persistent, then you will achieve what you want. Just keep on the path and keep focusing on being the last man standing. Physical energy, the one who wins keeps getting back up again. You get knocked down, you get back up again. You get knocked down, you get back up again. There's another song. I won't sing it, don't worry. No chumba wamba here. (laughs) Creativity is the next one. When you're motivated to solve a problem, you will. You just become creative. If I have an issue, if I have a problem, if I just let it settle and usually go for a run, then the creativity comes and the solutions will come And that is all part of the self-motivation. So how we see things depend on how successful we are. And when when you're confronted with a problem to solve or a goal to hit in your life, you'll see it as one of three things. And this goes back to this book, Mac 2, with your hair on fire. It'll be a red light, a yellow light, or a green light. Whichever light you see will determine how successful you are and where you go from there and how well you deal with that issue. So green light thinking is when you come across a roadblock and you think, okay, here's an obstacle here. This is going to be fun. This is going to be easy. It'll work out. I can do this. Everyone's going to love this. We can figure this out. And you just get excited by it. Then you're going to go through that roadblock with such ease because of the way that you look at it, because of the story that you're telling yourself about it. A yellow light or an amber light is when you make up an outcome that's not favourable, then you proceed with caution, as amber, obviously, it's in the name. We get an amber light, we're scared of what's going to happen, so that leads to procrastination. Procrastination is the kiss of failure, and usually we procrastinate because we're stressed, because we're overwhelmed, because we're proceeding so much with caution, so that leads to procrastination, and a job that should have taken you half an hour takes you four hours or all day, because you're overthinking it, you're looking at an outcome which isn't necessarily a good thing for you, and your head's running away with you, and you find every reason under the sun every desk tidying thing that you have to do, every carpet to hoover, every load of washing that needs to be put on, every shelf that needs dusted, every inbox that needs cleared out and you procrastinate so much because you've decided that that outcome might not be the the way that you want it to be and you have to proceed with caution. It's all about the way that you approach these things. And then the red light is when you make up an outcome that's going to be bad or scary or what if people think badly of me or what will people's view be of this and you see a red light and when you see a red light you hit the brakes and you do nothing. However, when all five forces of self-motivation are firing, like I mentioned before, enthusiasm, courage, persistence, physical energy and creativity, when all of that is firing, you see green lights everywhere you go. 
because you are so excited and motivated to go further. So how do you get them to fire? How do you get these five things to all be green at the same time? You adjust your vision. So we all have a vision, whether you like it or not, whether you have crafted it or not, you have a vision. It's an outcome that's been crafted by you subconsciously or consciously over the years that you've been on this planet. So it can be made up of things that you learned when you were two years old. It can be made up of things that you have recently read in a book. Your current vision is made up of things that people have said to you, actual experience, things that authorities have said to you, your parents maybe, friends, um, bosses, people that you're in business with, and it consists of the good, the bad, the ugly. All of the information that you've ever taken on board is in your vision. And whatever vision you have in your mind, you can guarantee that your mind will take you there. Your mind will bend over backwards to take you to the vision that you have. The light bulb moment comes when you realise that you get to take the pain of your vision. You get to craft it. You get to make it up like the fairy tale of your life. You can either keep focusing on the things that have happened in the past, things that people have said to you, memories from when you failed, when you didn't manage it, when you came last, or you can craft your most beautiful vision for your most excellent life and get really, really excited about it. And that's when things start to get fun. So let's think about the greatest movie moments of all time. So my favourite film is Dirty Dancing. (laughs) You movie buffs will be like, what? Dirty Dancing? However, it's definitely a classic. So the moment of Dirty Dancing, I hope you've seen it. If you've not, then that's your homework for this week. Go and watch Dirty Dancing. It's awesome. It's such a feel-good film. So there's there's a moment in the film where Baby, who is the main character of the film there's a love affair going on and baby is a kind of she's a 17 year old girl she falls out with her dad and basically her and the guy that she's seeing johnny are separated and baby's mother and father take her to the the closing show of the summer holiday camp and they're sitting at the back in the corner and baby is sandwiched between her mum and dad in the corner watching this show you know with with her cardigan on and buttoned up to the top and this love affair that she's had with this really cool guy has basically been put to bed (laughs) no pun intended all the puns so she's sitting at the back of this show and her sister's on stage and they're doing this song the kellerman song and you can hear all the all the rotten singing and really all that we want to see is Baby and Johnny dancing, doing the dirty dancing, the fun with all the dancers of Kellerman's. And Johnny swings open the door. He he struts up wearing his leather jacket and he takes his sunglasses off and he says to Baby's dad, nobody puts Baby in the corner. And then, (laughs) pardon the accent, but you've got it in your mind. Then he takes her by the hand and she stands up from the table And he leads her all the way to the front of the stage. They walk up the steps of the stage. He takes his jacket off and chucks it to his cousin who puts on the record. And then you just hear the song, I've had the time of my life. And you hear that first instrumental music of that song. And before before you know it, it starts. And the lighting changes 
and they're, the spotlight is on them and it's just them and all the rotten singing from before has silenced those singers, the choir have been ushered off the stage and it's just Johnny and Baby on centre stage in the spotlight. You are vividly imagining that moment because you've seen it, you know the feeling, you maybe got goosebumps, you maybe know that feeling of the music building up inside you because you know the moment in the film, you've got that energy bust as the bass kicks in and you're ready to dance and you're you're just imagining all the all the dancers and all the staff coming to do that little dance that they do all the way down the front of the stage. Do you remember that moment? Can you feel the feeling? Here's the thing though, it's not real. But you visualise that moment so well that you have a physical response. You can do this with any movie. You can visualise any moment in any movie and make yourself laugh or cry or move or dance. If you did that with Dirty Dancing, you get to do it with your own life. What about this one? Just imagine yourself in your kitchen. Just walk to the fridge, open the fridge, and in the fridge you see a bowl of beautiful, bright yellow lemons. They're big, they're bright, they're perfect lemons. And you reach out and you take the first lemon from the top of the bowl and you take it out and you close the fridge and you grab a knife from your drawer and you take out a chopping board and you put that lemon on the chopping board. You take the sharpest knife, it's glistening, it's a clean sharp knife and you slice the lemon right down the middle. And as you slice the lemon right down the middle, you see the juice trickling down the side of the knife and you can look inside the lemon it looks so juicy it's so plump you you split it again to make a quarter of a lemon a lemon wedge and you take that lemon wedge and you look at it it's bright yellow and there's little droplets of lemon juice just dripping from the side of the wedge of lemon and you take that lemon wedge and you slowly put it up to your lips. You close your eyes, you open your mouth and you take a big bite out of the lemon. Are you salivating? You probably are. If you've done that right, you'll probably be salivating. It shows you the power of visualisation because your mind is so, so powerful. It can take you to any moment that you want to go to. Now, you can use it for biting a lemon out of your fridge if that floats your boat, or you can use it for visualising yourself crossing the finish line of a race you've always wanted to run. You can use it for speaking on a stage you've always wanted to speak on. You can use it for winning an award that you've always wanted to win or getting a promotion that you've always wanted to go for. Your mind is so powerful and to the degree that there's a gap between our vision and our reality motivation just naturally effortlessly powerfully and infinitely flows to that gap that's a quote from Richard Blissbrook I'll say that again to the degree that there's a gap between our vision and our reality motivation naturally effortlessly powerfully and infinitely flows to that gap and it does this instantly as soon as as that occurs. As soon as you have decided what that vision is, the motivation will just flow to it. 
So let's say your mind's a thermostat. Say, for example, the temperature of your thermostat in your mind is 17 degrees, and that's your reality. So you set the thermostat a little bit higher, 21 degrees. That's your vision. So the gap between 17 degrees and 21 degrees tells the thermostat, tells the heater, which is your motivation, to fire up and keep pushing until it hits 21 degrees. When it hits 21 degrees, it'll stop. When it gets colder, life happens, the temperature will drop again and you need to rely on the thermostat, which is your vision, to fire up the heater, which is your motivation, again. And you fire up again, you hit the temperature and it will stop. Then back and forward and back and forward to maintain that thermostat focus, which is your vision. So you have to keep that vision So that's all well and good. The problem occurs when your thermostat is set lower than your current reality. If you're sitting at 17 degrees in your life and your thermostat is set to 14 degrees, you're expecting that things are going to get worse than they are now. You're focusing on losing your title or people thinking badly of you or people having a negative opinion of you. This is worry and drama and negativity in action. You subconsciously undermine your success. You want that temperature to come back up to 21 degrees, but it's currently at 17 degrees. And without realizing it, you keep throwing water on the fire. This is self-sabotage or red light vision. And you say you want a certain vision, you say you want a certain goal, and you do, but you maybe avoid the actions that are necessary to get there. Maybe you have a health goal, but you keep sabotaging it by eating badly, or maybe you have a business goal, but you keep sabotaging it by avoiding the work that you know you need to do to get there. Or the amber vision is when your thermostat is not set to where you're going and what you want, but it's set with your current reality. It's already set to exactly what your reality is. You might want it to be warmer, but your thermostat or your vision is set to where you are right now. So whether you want to or not, you find yourself doing everything you can to stay in the same place. And it can be seen as coasting or even laziness. And you want more, but you're not consistently motivated to go after it. And that's when you find yourself stuck. Because your vision is in the same place as you currently are in, or worse, it's colder than you currently are. And you find yourself stuck or going backwards or slamming on the brakes instead of slamming on the accelerator. And in all of these scenarios, what you want will give you the direction, but wanting enough, it won't actually move you forward. If your vision is the same or less than where you currently are, you'll stay the same or you'll go backwards. And whether you realise it or not, you have a vision that's either driving you forward or pulling you back. And if you haven't purposely crafted that vision, the chances are it will be pulling you back or you'll be staying in the same place. Because when you haven't purposely crafted it, that's when, you know, the kind of negative thoughts or negative stories from the past will creep in. So where do you go from here? If you've realised that your thermostat is not where you want it to be? How do you move forward? How do you get rid of a vision that's not serving you? And how do you get focused on the big vision that you really want? Well, here's the thing. Your subconscious mind cannot hold two opposing thoughts at the same time. It can flip between, but it can't hold both at the same time. So it can go to positive, then negative, positive, then negative, but it can't be positive and negative at the same time. 
So you need your bigger, bolder vision that you actually want to become louder and clearer and more focused than the vision that was subconsciously there before. So you can't throw away the old vision, but you can drown it out with what you feed your mind. You can create a new vision. But you need to want that. You need to be ready for that change. You have to be fed up with getting what you're getting. Do you ever feel like, oh, I'm just a bit bored of myself at the moment. I'm just feeling like I just need to move forward and I'm not really sure how. Then you start the creation process. When you've decided that you're fed up with where you are, you start the creation process of where you want to be. So think about what you would need to do every day to unleash the compounding effect What actions would you need to take every day to take you to a completely different path in a year's time or two years time? What daily processes are you going to have to fall in love with in order to get you there? What are your values that you would honour to get there? What are your strengths that you can use? What's your gift? What are you really good at that people say, oh, that is your gift, that is your thing? And what's your theme song? If this was to be a film, what would your theme song be? Make it a song that fires you up, a song that gives you a big smile on your face, a song that really has meaning and memory to it, a song that just drives you forward. Whenever I'm doing this, I always think of songs that my little girl loves because a song that she loves obviously represents my entire family which is a big part of my why so choose your theme song you know it could be eye of the tiger it could be my my theme tune of the moment is brave by jesse g and ava loves it she she plays it all the time and whenever i've whenever i'm visualizing where i'm going and my goals i have that song playing in my mind and whenever i hear the song it fires up the vision in my my mind as well And you can use affirmations as a propeller. So affirmations are basically I am statements. You are telling yourself what you are, whether you like it or not. Same same goes for vision. You have a vision whether you are aware of it or not. So use your affirmations, use your I am statements to tell yourself what you want to be. Tell yourself what you want to become. So I am brave, I am strong, I am powerful, that, that kind of thing. Think of that as a log to your fire personal development and reading and fill your mind with stories of what's possible is really going to help you build that vision but just set your pen to paper and write your own film script and make it into a movie if you want to do that you can fill it you can create your own little collage with pictures and video clips of times where you've done really well moments where you've done really well moments where you've achieved goals moments where your kids have been really happy moments where you've had really you know, you've been, they've been full of love and full of fun and full of everything that you want to achieve in your life. Snap all of those moments in your memories together, set it to an incredible song and have that vision of the life that you want to create and what you want to be surrounded by. When you're stuck in anything for a long time, if you're stuck at a level in your business or if you're stuck at promotion level in your career or if you're just feeling a little bit stuck in your goals the thing that will finally shift for you is probably going to be a shift in your personal development to reframe your thinking about who you are and the stories that you're telling yourself and what's holding you back because when you realize that when you realize that you tell yourself you talk to yourself in a manner that you wouldn't even talk to your children in 
you realize that you have to change that voice. You have to be your biggest cheerleader and your biggest supporter and make that voice louder and clearer than any other voice in your mind and add pictures and add songs and add movies and it just becomes bigger and brighter and bolder. When I I was going for the, the top level of management in my company and when you do that, the company pay for you and your partner to go to Maui in Hawaii in January. So I had that vision for Maui that was so clear. It was so clear that I, when I arrived there for the first time, I wasn't even surprised at how beautiful it was because I had been there before so many times. I knew what the path to the ocean looked like. I had walked along that path every time I closed my eyes to go to bed at night. I knew what the courtyard of the hotel looked like because I was there. Every time I arrived at my own front door, I would visualise myself arriving at the courtyard of that hotel. I knew what the sound of the ukulele was like because I played those sounds in my car every time I drove anywhere. I set my thermostat to Maui temperature, so it wasn't a surprise when I arrived in Maui. You can set your thermostat to whatever temperature you want. Just turn up the volume in it, turn up the brightness, turn up the boldness and visualise yourself in that moment. And if you are just feeling a little bit, you know, unsure about where to start from there, just go back to those five forces of self-motivation. Go back to the enthusiasm, the courage, the persistence, the physical energy and the creativity. And if you're really feeling like, but where do I start? At what point do I start? I would start with your physical energy. Do exercise, start eating a bit healthier and then take your pen to paper and then think about all the moments. Think about where you want to go and think about creating your own movie because when you have that peak state in your body, then it's incredible what you can create in your mind. And I'm so excited for you taking this on and building your vision because it really is magical what can happen when a clear vision collides with action so go and get it and I can't wait to hear how you go on thank you so much for listening if you found value from that episode today then I would love for you to share it on your social media you'll find me at instagram at UK, and the podcast is at shecanpod and if you found value then please hop on to apple podcasts and write a five-star review i would love you forever and that really helps the visibility of the podcast and helps us get good guests and all the rest of it on the podcast so thanks so much for your time thank you for spending your half hour with me and i hope to see you really soon